This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. The Southern Poverty Law Center is causing outrage among conservatives due to the latest entry in their infamous hate group list. The Alabama-based activist organization has listed a group of moms alongside the Ku Klux Klan and neo-Nazis as all part of their 2022 hate map. The moms who made it on the hate map list are, in general, those who are getting active in school board meetings and objecting to the curriculum that is pushing critical race theory and LGBT ideology. In particular, the SPLC listed the Moms for Liberty group, which first started out of the state of Florida, along with another group called the Parents' Rights in Education and Parents Defending Education. The SPLC calls these organizations and their grassroots efforts anti-government and extremist, saying that they have engaged in hard right attacks. Moms for Liberty took to social media to post a rebuttal to the SPLC in their listing. The post says that this is another attempt to silence and discredit the effective work that they've been doing and that moms will not stop, that a mother's love and desire to protect their children is the strongest force on earth. The SPLC is currently engaged in a defamation lawsuit brought against them by an organization out of Georgia. Back in 2018, the SPLC lost a defamation case and had to pay out $3 million after they labeled a Muslim reformer, Mahid Nawaz, an anti-Muslim extremist. Governor Ivey has made an executive amendment to the bill that exempts overtime pay from state taxation. The bill had been amended in the Alabama Senate, where a cap of $25 million was placed on the total amount of overtime pay that could be exempted each year. However, Ivey removed that cap and reduced the time frame that the exemption will be in place, changing the sunset date from 2027 to 2025. Ivy says this will provide more money for workers and lessen the burden of administration on employers. The Alabama House and Senate agreed with the change. The legislature will now monitor the impact of this tax exemption and what kind of effect it has on the state education budget over the next two years in order to determine if the tax should become a permanent part of state tax law. Well, men dressed as scantily clad women is apparently a big feature of the Pride on the Plains event that is being held all this week to promote LGBTQ ideology. Men dressed as scantily clad women with wigs and pantless bodysuits standing on a stage are also singling out children in order to promote the LGBTQ ideology. Come here. What's your name? Sophia? Can you come over here and tell everybody happy Pride? Can you do it on the microphone for me? Can you do it right here? Happy Pride. That's also called really good parenting. This was all part of an event held this past Tuesday in Lee County at a coffee shop that promoted the drag show as a family fun night. Extradition is proceeding further when it comes to Dutch citizen and Peruvian inmate Joran Vandersloot. An FBI plane has left from the U.S. en route to Lima, Peru. That occurred on Wednesday. The plane will bring Vandersloot back to Alabama on Thursday to face extortion charges regarding the family of missing Birmingham teenager Natalie Holloway. Vandersloot tried to get money from the Holloway family in exchange for revealing where Natalie's remains were located on the island of Aruba, where she went missing. Once Vandersloot is placed in Alabama, he will head to a federal court in Birmingham. The Holloway family has told WBRC News that they are grateful to the FBI and the Peruvian authorities that this extradition was not held up or delayed. 
Two dogs in Tarrant are confirmed to be either dead or caught after two people had to be hospitalized from a vicious dog attack. The incident happened at the Chief Billy Hewitt Park on Tuesday. One of the victims is a frequent walker at that park. He was the first to be attacked by the dogs, and then a woman stopped to help the man, and she was also attacked. Tarrant Police Chief Wendell Major spoke with WBRC News. When she came up and tried to get the dogs to leave that man alone, the dogs turned and attacked her. And they chased the dog away from the women, two dogs actually, and they uh, shot at them five to six times, striking the dogs, we believe, five of the times. The one dog that was caught is being tested for rabies and will then be euthanized. A business incubator in the city of Enterprise now has its first tenant and startup company. Main Street Enterprise is working in partnership with Circle City Balloon to help launch their business endeavor. Circle City Balloon is an all-woman-owned business that is getting into event decorating, especially for children's birthday parties. The business is going to launch from a refurbished shipping container at Main Street Enterprise, and that'll start this coming July 15th. The business will only have to pay $50 a month in rent. A new river cruise has started up that involves Tennessee and northwest Alabama. The American Cruise Lines is launching a river boat called the American Serenade that will travel along the Tennessee River from Decatur to Florence on to Nashville and Chattanooga. The river boat holds 180 guests along with sun decks and grand dining. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, an official written resolution has been released by the House Oversight Committee. That resolution holds FBI Director Christopher Wray in contempt of Congress. The resolution was written and released ahead of the committee holding hearings this Thursday. The contempt charges are a result of the FBI withholding an unclassified document from the Oversight Committee, even after they issued a subpoena to get that document. House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer says the FBI first refused to even acknowledge that the document existed up until the point that the subpoena was issued, and then started to cover up their lies with a false narrative that there was nothing further to investigate. The document at the heart of all of this controversy is an FBI interview years ago with a longtime FBI informant who was maintaining that then-Vice President Joe Biden was involved in a bribery scheme. Comer says that this case is far from over. When it comes to documents, especially classified documents, there are new developments when it comes to the FBI raid of the Florida home of Donald Trump. That raid was done in order to obtain documents that he took after he left the White House in 2021. Another document has now been published by D.C. Drano on Twitter showing the presidential letter that was signed by President Trump on the day that he left the White House. That letter declassifies all of the Crossfire Hurricane documents, which in turn reveal that Barack Obama, James Comey, John Brennan, and federal agencies like the FBI, CIA, and State Department were all working together to spy on Trump and to disable his presidency with false allegations that he was colluding with Russia. D.C. Drano suggests that these declassified docs show the reason behind the raid at Mar-a-Lago in August of 2022. It was an effort to seize the memo from Trump as well as any other documents related to Crossfire Hurricane and the implications that come with it. Protests and conflicts on the ground in Glendale, California, ended with an all-out physical brawl between those who are pro-LGBTQ and conservative groups. The two groups were protesting outside of a school board meeting over curriculum. Several hours during the whole day, the groups stayed apart from each other, but at around 6 p.m., dozens of people engaged in a brawl that had to be broken up by police. The whole issue is over curriculum that promotes gender and sexual identity to students that parents are either objecting to or promoting. And the Republican primary field continues to widen with former Vice President Mike Pence 
and former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, both announcing this week that they are entering the arena to become the Republican presidential candidate for 2024. Pence and Christie are now joining Ron DeSantis of Florida, Nikki Haley of South Carolina, Tim Scott of South Carolina, Asa Hutchinson of Arkansas, and Donald Trump, the former president of the United States. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 